You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You're listening to Orange and Blue Bloods. Hosted by EJ Stewart and Tommy Beard. Let's get to it, New York. The Knicks saw their name floated around with several star wings leading up to last night's a Thursday night's draft. SNY's Ian Bagley said the Knicks had discussions with Clippers, uh, uh, all, about Clippers all-star Paul George. The LA Times reports the Knicks initiated those discussions, but reportedly became hesitant after having some internal discussions. The Knicks believe George could be looking for a contract extension. Um, he has $45 million coming his way next season at player option for $48.8 million the year after that. So that could have led to some of those uh, hesitants uh, the, some of that hesitancy coming from the Knicks regarding a, a Paul George trade. Um, Stephen Bondi said that his source said there was nothing to that deal. Uh, Bailey says he thinks that the teams will revisit it. So Paul George, a player that I talked about a bunch, apparently some of the Knicks at least expressed interest in. Meanwhile, an interesting note came down on the Zach Levine watch. According to uh, the New York Daily News, uh, Stephen Bondi, Zach Levine's camp is against a trade to the Knicks. Sources telling Bondi that, the Knicks, uh, their their perceived preference for CAA clients has been is the main reason why Zach Levine's camp does not want to see Levine traded to the Knicks. Uh, Bagley also noted that there would be some hurdles uh, for a Zach Levine deal that makes that situation unlikely. Levine is set to make 180 million dollars over the next four seasons. And finally, Dante Divincenzo is reportedly a name to watch in free agency for the Knicks. Bailey said the team is interested in the former Villanova Wildcat. He'll be another Villanova Wildcat potentially on this team. Uh, Nick used a $12 million mid-level exception to bring him in. He shot a career best 39.7% from three while playing for the Warriors this season. So starting with the Paul George news that came out um, this week, would a Paul George trade in your mind, Tommy, makes sense? I know I've talked about the Paul George stuff for uh, months now, so people know where I stand. But where do you stand? Now that the Knicks apparently did express interest in PG. Yeah, I'm a big Paul George fan. I'm with you on that, um, on the belief that he would be an ideal addition to the Knicks. Um, assuming they're going to send out RJ, I, I, my assumption would be RJ would kind of be the centerpiece of that package. Um, as a, you know, it's probably either RJ or Randall. Um, 
the Randall might make a little more sense for the Clippers if they want to compete now and they have Kawhi right. small forward. But um, RJ and, you know, they're both versatile wings, RJ and Kawhi. So they much like George and, and Kawhi, um, they, they could both and uh, they could both coexist, certainly. Um, but as far as Paul George as a, as a alongside in, in unison with Jalen Brunson at point guard and Julius Randall at power forward, I think it's just a perfect fit. Um, a lot of the stuff we've talked about, kind of the two biggest needs coming into this offseason, a lot of fans talk about um, uh, three-point shooting, and yes, that's a that, that's something that the Knicks have to focus on, but they also need to improve defensively. They were 19th uh, in defensive efficiency last season. Pulled, there aren't many guys in the league that check both of those boxes, elite three and D wings. That's something that Paul George does. Um, I wrote about it earlier earlier this week. There's only four players over the last six seasons to make more three-pointers than Paul George. It's Dame, James Harden, Buddy Heald, and Steph Curry. I think about um, the, all the games he's missed in the last four or five years is still be on that list. Exactly, because he shoots 39%. He's one of the more efficient, high-volume three-point. Of those four guys, only two have a higher three-point percentage. Um, he's a high-volume, efficient three-point shooter, which is very rare. And, of course, he's a, a very good defender, was a great defender, four-time All-NBA defender um, yep. You know, in his late 20s, early 30s. 33 now. Obviously, you have to address the, the fact that he's um, averaged around 40 games per season last four seasons. Is it a roll of the dice? Is it a risk? Absolutely. Uh, is it one worth taking? Yes, um, in my opinion. Again, we have this this kind of weird two-year window where you have uh, Jalen Brunson signed to that really team-friendly contract. Um, he's going to be outside of the top 50 players, uh, top 50 highest-paid players. Um, and it's something we've talked about. Kind of, it's, it's almost like having that quarterback on a rookie contract where, yeah. where a, a GM, a front office, is motivated to kind of push their chips into the middle of the table, um, maybe a little bit quicker than they normally would because they have this kind of time constraint um, when they have this valuable contract. So for those reasons, um, I understand the reasons against, and obviously it's going to depend on the package. If the, if the Clippers want RJ, NIQ, and Grimes, and two, three first-rounders, you walk away and say thank you, right. uh, but, but that's too much. But um, if it's RJ – um, uh, two first rounders, a Fournier's contract, and then maybe one of IQ and or Grimes. That's when you start to have consider real conversations um, uh, about whether it makes sense. Uh, but but yes, I, I'm exhausting all possibilities, and I'm I'm finding out definitively what the best offer the Clippers will accept is because there aren't many guys that I'd push the chips in. We'll talk about Levine. I'm a I'm a pass on him. Carl Anthony Towns, no thank you. Um, uh, uh, George is, is one, his contract's a little bit more palatable. He's making 42.5 next year, but then he has a player option for 48. Um, that complicates things a little bit, but it also kind of works in your favor because you're not locked into those, those, those years. If, if, if Paul George chooses to opt out after the season, that tells me that he's had a good season and he's had a healthy season or otherwise or otherwise he's going to opt into that $48 million right. contract because he's probably not going to get $48 million on the open market yeah. um, unless he's proven that he's healthy and still productive, et cetera. So um, there are reasons for, reasons against. I am in your camp. Um, PJ, uh, PG-13 is one of the guys that I would be, uh, I'd be willing to go. Not all in for, but a lot in. Let's just say that. Yeah, to quote, uh, to quote Thanos, the Mad Titan, they called me a madman. Um, it's crazy how the turnaround came with this Paul George news happening. Now, the this note about the Knicks potentially being concerned about his contract, I think, is not smart by the Knicks because I think his contract 
is actually a strength, not a weakness. Because as you noted, if you're talking about some of these other guys, Zach Levine, Carl Anthony Towns, you are locked into extreme super max money for guys who also have injury yes. concerns. Yes. They may be younger in the prime of their career, but these guys will have injury concerns. And there is no backing out. There is no, well, maybe after a year we could just cut bait. Like once you got these guys, they're yours. And they're yours at a premium, premium price. Paul George is not making $50 million, And you have money under control for one year and then maybe a second year. If the first year doesn't work out, he opts in. Think about what happened with Philly and what's going on right now with James Harden. Like Harden came in that first year, didn't really go all that great. And he looked at the free agent market and said, you know what? I'm just going to opt in. I'll let them sign P.J. Tucker to make this team better. And that'll actually make me better as a player. And I'll go have a better year next season. And then guess what? He went and had a better season this year in Philly to now where he can say, okay, I think I am going to now test this free agency and make Philly give me money or I'm going to go to Houston. Like, I don't think that that's a bad scenario for Knicks if that happens. Like, to me, like, that's the case. Then, all right, then you sign Paul George for hopefully you don't try to give him five years, whatever. Hopefully you sign maybe a three-year deal and see if it's a reasonable contract. And if you just can't sign him, then you just can't sign him. Okay, you can't sign him for 50, 60 million. That's fine. But, like, the Knicks are in a scenario right now where you have to maximize this timeline of Jalen Brunson being on this team-friendly contract. Like, he's getting paid, like, a middle-of-the-road point guard, really, if you think about it. And he's clearly much more than that. So if you're going to be able to do that, taking in some salary in the short term is not that scary. That's why the Porzingis thing for some Knicks fans made sense because it was like, okay, he's the highest player on the team, but like we got other guys who are underpaid. So Paul George brings exactly what the Knicks need. Three-point shooting, yeah. a secondary a shot creator, a guy who could defend multiple positions, and I think a guy who has matured a lot over the course of his 12 years of his career. I know he's had issues regarding playing in the playoffs. He makes some weirdo comments at times. But I think the Paltrow I've seen since he got to the Clippers and some of the um, honesty he's had about his career, I think has actually made me feel like he's a player that actually knows kind of how to keep himself at, man, I mean, not an elite level, but at a star level as he enters the twilight of his career. I think he's an absolute perfect fit for the Knicks, and I hope that the contract doesn't scare him too much. Now, again, I'm not trading the farm for him, but I don't think he should have to. He's only got you only got one year left under control. That's why I thought he was a perfect guy to target because it's like you can't offer me the farm if I only got a guy for one year potentially. That like I think that in some ways this makes perfect sense if the Clippers are willing to uh, blow it up over there. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The uh, two things. Um, if you uh, if you sign uh, if you get Paul George in house, and even if he leaves, there's still signing trade possibilities that you could right. work out. Right, exactly. That could potentially benefit you down the road. The other thing about the the Harden deal, even though it looks bad for the Sixers now, they also got out from under Ben Simmons' contract uh, right. as, as part of that deal. Now, I'm not certainly not going to say. RJ will ever be in the same camp as Ben Simmons, right. where it's a completely negative value contract. But the Knicks have to ask themselves, 
are we selling high on R.J. Barrett coming off the best postseason performance of his career, the best kind of two-week stretch of his career? Um, poor regular season, underperforming uh, relative to expectations and exceeding expectations in the playoffs. That's something that Leon Rose and, and, and Camp would have to would have to ask themselves. Um, I guess I, I'll phrase it to you like this. Clippers say um, we want R.J., I.Q., and two first rounders only lightly protected um what do you say are you willing to to to, to go to, to swing for the fences in that deal if i can get those picks protected i'm doing it yeah that's me yeah if i can get those picks and iq i would probably say can i give you grimes instead of iq and see what they say that is my counter i'd rather have grimes actually I, 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 just because you have one, for one more year of control, I guess the other question the Knicks are going to have to ask themselves and we'll like talk about on the spot. Are you, IQ says, I want uh four years, $85 million. That, yeah. That's another contract that, that becomes the second conversation. What is IQ asking for? I, I mean, will, 85, I, I, I would sign him on that. I think I would too. Yeah. 80, uh, 75 is what I'm going to offer. I'll sell, yeah. you know, I, I meet in the middle at 80, you know, $20 million a year. If he comes back and says, no, I want a hundred, then you really got to, that's where you get, that's where you really got to. I still think I'm, I, I don't know. You got, you got to figure it all out. But I will say the mag, the Malcolm Brogdon trade falling through for the Clippers, I thought increased the odds of the Knicks, Knicks getting Paul George because because obviously IQ and Brogdon, as we talked about for two months, are very similar players in a lot of respects. Yeah. Um, so I if the if the if the Clippers weren't in it were interested that much in Brogdon, um, you would think they they'd have interest in a similar play. The one thing I just lost, and they just lost out. Uh, they just lost out on the Chris Paul sweepstakes as well. Yep, yep, exactly. Mm. Uh, the one thing I will say about uh, they want to bring Russ back. Um, uh, for those yeah. that hadn't heard, they they're they're what they want to do is bring Russ back at the vet minimum, and then re- they'll have his bird rights the following summer, and then kind of a, have a wink wink handshake deal. Um, I don't know how Russ feels about that, but he obviously he's an LA kid and would like to stay there. Um, uh, the one thing that did that did worry me about the Paul George scenario, um, and I think this was an LA Times writer that reported it was the Knicks were a little bit freaked out, not by the money he has left on his books or the one year and then the then the player option. It's that whatever team trades for him, he, he wants to sign an extension before right. this current player option. So right. he can sign a contract up to $200 million for four years. That's when things get tricky. That's when you start. Yeah. Um, if, if, if his, if his, you know, demands are that if you trade for me, I'm, you know, don't trade for me unless you're willing to sign me to an extension where you're going to pay me $50 million when I'm 37. That's something that, 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 that would give me great pause if I was, if I was. Yeah, that would, that would concern me, but I would then just do the trade. I wouldn't care. I'd be like, look, the Clippers, the Clippers ain't giving you this extension. So right. Wherever you play, (laughs) you're not getting that money. So uh, tough luck kid. Like, Put on that orange or blue and let's go. So that, that but I agree. I, I think that that would be one thing that would concern me. Uh, the Levine stuff, not wanting to be a Nick. Is there any concern about like, I, I'm, I have no problem with this. I, I don't want him to be a Nick. I think a lot of people don't want him to be a Nick. But is there some concern about like the CAA thing being a thing? Like we know, and I've said this, and I think people will keep forgetting this like Leon Rose cut sports beef that has been going on now for like 10 years that. You know, doesn't really get talked about, but I think probably should get talked about more. And now you've had issues with a former Nick Nerland as well suing CA uh, Cut Sports. Yeah, uh, the whole Cam Reddish thing from last year, and now you got a, a big time Cut Sports client saying, "Well, uh, how they treat CAA clients." I don't think I want to go there because they seem to have the preferential treatment. Is there any concern about that? I will just say this: 
if if Zach Levine played for the Knicks, those those checks would cash with Joel, with James Dolan's signature on it. Whether it was the Bulls owners, you know, like that money's you know as long as that money gets deposited, I, I think there's a little bit too much made out of it. I think this in particular is a case of, um, you know, you're in high school and you want to talk to the pretty girl in class and you find out from her best friend that like don't even bother asking out. She has no interest in you. <laughs> so you tell your friends like nah, like she's she uh, she's not that cute anyway, you know. Like, I'm not really that interested. That that's the sense I get was there was vibes that the Knicks weren't, you know, like I tweeted like sources, the Knicks are the Knicks camp are interested uh, against uh, are not interested in uh, the 180 million dollars left on his contract, you know, as yeah. opposed to the, the, the you know Levine camp is not interested in playing for CAA. Um, <laughs> is there is there some bad blood there? It certainly seems that way. Um, could it potentially make a difference at some point down the road? I guess so. Um, but if we're weighing all the pros and cons of having Leon Rose, his relationship with other players and other executives, that's a that's a big time pro. Um, he may have a, a you know, a, a, there's, a, there's a little everybody has, you know, you know, issues. You're, you're around the business yeah. going up. You're going to rub people the wrong way. Um, but, you know, Clutch Sports has some big clients, you know, De'Aaron Fox and, and some others. But it's Pretty not like. Yet. Yeah, but it, you know, it, it, there's 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 certainly enough fish in the pond, and I'd rather have CAA's basket of players. Um, you know, a, 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 you know, if 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 C, being with CAA prevents the Knicks from getting Zach Levine, but it got them Jalen Brunson at a discount, right. uh, you, you you take what uh, you know you, you'll settle for that. Yeah, I think I think they'll be fine considering the 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 large pool of players that are out there that aren't clutch sports. Um, I hope that it's not a scenario where a clutch sports guy that would make sense for the Knicks can't come to the Knicks because of the situation. But um, but it was something I think that I, I did keep an eye on. I said, oh, that's uh, interesting there. Hopefully that doesn't continue to be an issue moving forward. Um, I think Dante DiVincenzo will be a good fit though. I mean, I, I think that if you're looking at his mid-level exception, we're talking about guys, maybe not the lights-out shooter, per se, that I think the Knicks, I would want for the Knicks. You know, he shot great last season. That You get a lot of good looks playing with the Warriors, so I I, I, I wonder if he can continue to shoot that. But I do think he kind of fits, um, like we talked about how much we like Alex Caruso potentially as a Knick. Like, I think he kind of could fit that role a little bit. He's a really tough, hard-nosed kind of player uh, who can hit the open three. So I wouldn't mind it. I think I'd prefer someone more like Seth Curry. But uh, how do you feel about DiVincenzo potentially coming here? Yeah, I got to dig into, um, and, and I'll probably do it next week and, and talk about like their their prime free agent targets because you know the Knicks have the, their mid level exception. They also have the biannual. Um, yeah. So there's like you know there and a lot of those players have been kind of bandied about um, guys that are willing to probably willing to fall into that ten to twelve to thirteen to nine to eight. Um, you know that that kind of area. Um, definitely, DiVincenzo would be on the list of, of players that uh, that you'd be interested in. Um, there's the Villanova connection, which which let's not underestimate. Um, yeah. I, I thought you brought up a good point. He was a poor three point shooter in, in previous stints. Goes and plays alongside Steph Curry, Draymond Green, and Clay Thompson, and all of a sudden he's a forty percent three point yeah. shooter. That would that would concern me. That that yes. I think you have to factor that into the conversation. Not saying that that would prevent me from making an offer. Um, I think you could do a lot worse. I think he will. The Knicks should they pursue Dante Divincenzo with their mid level will have plenty of uh, other competitors um, that yeah. will you know that that will be in the market uh, in the Divincenzo business. Um, but I, I, you know, all things considered, I, I think it probably makes a lot of sense. Um, but uh, you know, we'll, we'll talk about it next week, or, or me, you know, maybe as we get closer to July first, if that's the guy. Because again, you only have you can only uh, do that that middle of a subject on one player. Um, if that's the guy you want.